Yep, let's go. What's up, everybody? Let's fucking go. What's going on, Julio? What's going on, Kate? Uh, I'm having coffee. It's 9.14 oh p.m. and I'm having oh a cup of coffee. I'm having kombucha as dinner. Oh. <laughs> I have not had dinner. Yeah, I had a bowl of rice for dinner, so... Fantastic. Uh, uh, Caitlin and I are uh, uh, two adults that live alone, so... <laughs> we have to prepare dinner for ourselves, and, and it... that's what happens. You have a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, for it, just, it just does not happen most of the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do the thing, the sensible thing, which is to have dinner uh, at midnight, if I so please, because I'm an adult and I'm a citizen of this country. <laughs> I, I fought in Iraq, so... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's up, bud? What's going Not on? Not much. I'm excited to talk about this episode, honestly. Yeah, okay, so uh, we were talking a little bit. There was this thing that was bugging me from the last episode, and we were talking a little bit off, off the pod. Um, I was obsessed with the rap song that played in that scene in the oh, last episode. Right. I swear to God, I cannot fucking you can't find, find it. it. I cannot. I keep getting like searches for this TV show called Good Girls, and then mm. I realized, wow, Girls is such a not name for a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Because I kind of want to know what it is too. I'm gonna find it. It's gonna. I. I will. If I have to fucking Shazam <laughs> it and rewatch the episode, I'll. I'll find out yeah, what that song yeah. is. All right. Um. That was oh, it. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that was... I'm I'm definitely curious when you uh when you eventually find it, hopefully. Oh man. Alright, give give me the rundown. What's what's this episode? Alright. Well this is episode five, right? This is episode five. Season one, episode five, Hard Being Easy is what it's called. Um Full name. <laughs> <laughs> um Alright, I'm just gonna get into it and read the uh read the summary. Yeah, sounds great. The revelations in Hannah's diary about what Marnie thinks about her and Charlie's relationship places a slight strain between Marnie and Hannah. But it's Charlie's desire to break up with her because of those revelations that has Marnie the most concerned. In trying to make amends with Charlie to retain their boyfriend-girlfriend status, Marnie comes to the realization that there are many things about Charlie she doesn't really know about him even after all these years. She seemingly will do anything to make it up to Charlie, but is a relationship with him what she truly wants. Jessa is meeting up with Mark, an old boyfriend, the one and only guy who ever broke up with her. He is in a serious relationship and their meeting from his perspective is in no way meant to embark on their former relationship. Jessa, however, has her own ulterior motives in meeting with him. After speaking to her friends, Hannah comes to new insights about her relationship with Adam, as well as what she believes she should do about Rich's inappropriate touching of her and the other female staffers. I don't know how accurate I find that summary, but okay. Yeah, um, well, first of all, I want to point out to the audience, there's a very specific thing that that summary does not mention, and that's Shoshana. Because once again, <laughs> she gets like two lines and is not on I the know! Oh god, they underuse her so much, it's so upsetting. All built up to the crack incident, don't worry. <laughs> I'm, this is I'm all waiting up. with like, oh, every episode I'm like, is this it? And it's not. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> is, it hap is it finally it's happening? happening. <laughs> I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> I, think, I think we're close. I think we're like two episodes away. Oh, they're teasing me. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, that, that summary, uh, I don't know. I feel like there was... This is a weird episode, right? Yeah. Because I feel like a yeah. lot happened and then like nothing happened. Uh, I can't speak for you, I can, I can only speak for myself, but I still found the episode kind of dull and um, 
not the most fun to watch, but there was a lot more stuff to latch on to that I still found it interesting. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I didn't find it boring, but I could see why you feel that way. It wasn't, um, yeah, I mean, the tone of it wasn't exciting. It was, I guess, kind of serious and a little bit monotone, um, I would say, throughout. Yeah. But I think a lot of important things happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we'll get into that because there are some there are some things that that happened in this episode that made me think, okay, interesting. I'm curious how this continues. But um, I I mean, let's start with the first scene, which I gotta say, I was shocked that this episode takes place literally like, I don't know, like 20 minutes after the end of the last episode. It, I think it's like maybe is it the next day or yeah, maybe it's right after, and then the later part of the episode is the next day. Yeah, yeah, because, like, Charlie's yelling at them in the apartment, and I'm like, oh, I guess they played the show and all went home together, which I was yeah. like, that's an interesting yeah. detail. Yeah, it definitely picks up, like, right where it left off, um, with, and like you said, Charlie's, like, <laughs> yelling at them. <laughs> yeah, which is really funny. I mean, Charlie gets some really funny stuff in this episode. Yeah. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, he does. Um, he definitely does. Uh, yeah, so it opens with Charlie asking Hannah to read the journal entry out loud with Marnie there because he wants to, like, see the truth in her voice or hear the truth in her voice, I guess, and, like, wants to recap it with them right. like, privately. Um, yeah, and so Marnie is basically, like, so, you know, Hannah reads it, which we already know what it says, and uh, Marnie is like, well, you know, that's not my journal, those aren't my feelings, um, which I think is, like, pretty valid for her to say, honestly. Yeah, but but Charlie also makes a really good point in that he's like, oh, but that's Hannah's feelings about your feelings. Yeah. And yeah. he makes a, a, something I was like, yeah, that's a very good point, which is like, he goes, why would she lie in her journal? <laughs> it's, it's not. It, there's, the whole point is to be honest in your journal. Why would you keep a journal that you lie to? It doesn't make no, any sense. No, it's definitely true, but... I mean, if we're really dissecting, it's not that important. There's so many more important things in this episode. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But if I'm going to nitpick, um, <laughs> which, which I'm obviously going to fucking do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Don't worry. Um, she never says, like, Marnie thinks this or Marnie told me this. She just says it's like observations, kind of. That's true. That's true. I but, mean, obviously, I mean, there is I guess truth you to can... But... Yeah, and, and I guess you can make the assumption that, you know, it's not like Hannah's a passive player mm. in Marnie's life. It's somebody who she considers her best friend. So it's not like, it's not like for instance, if Jessa wrote the same thing about Marnie, Jessa would be like, I don't... Right. Marnie would be like, who the, fu who the fuck is Jessa to know any of this stuff yeah. about me? You know yeah, what I mean? No, like, that's definitely a good point. Um, but the ultimate point is it doesn't matter because he read somebody's, like, personal, intimate thoughts about something. It's none of his fucking business. Right. Well, he even says he's like... I <laughs> he's still in the wrong. Yeah. Well, Ray's in the wrong, I guess. Um, Technically. Oh, we'll get to Ray. Oh, we'll get to Ray. I'm excited worry. about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he says he, he's like, guy. I wish I didn't find it. Like, I wish I haven't... I hadn't read it. But I, I, I know right. what it says, so here we are. Um... And yeah, so, you know, they're just going through the motions of him being, like, like leaving, basically. You know, he's he's like, I don't even know. There's there's not much to say about him leaving. Like, obviously, he's leaving. Obviously, he's, like, breaking up with Marnie. Well, he, he makes he makes a really funny joke. He's like, listen, we need you need to be honest of, with me and respect me as a member of this community. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> there's, like, a community of the people in this apartment. And then Which I wrote down, I wrote down when he said that, like, 
Hannah, I was like, is Hannah being like mean to Charlie? But then again, I, I wrote it down and I thought, no, Charlie like snooped into her room. Yeah. It's totally fine. She can bust yeah. his balls. Oh, about for it. sure. But yeah, she says she's like, you don't even pay rent. <laughs> it's completely fair. Yeah, super fair. And then we learn that Charlie doesn't live there later on. <laughs> Charlie never even lived there. Yeah. Like, he had his own It's apartment. funny because. Right. It's funny because, A, we don't know what Charlie does. I mean, mm -hmm. he has to be doing pretty well if he has, like, I mean, we'll get to the apartment stuff later. Right. But he just spends all his time there, and um, he, uh, I, I didn't think of him not living there. No. I thought he lived there. No, I, I think that was on purpose. I think that's, like, the assumption that we were supposed to be under, because I think we were supposed to be, like, pretty surprised that, that he has an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, fair, fair. That's true. It's true. Yeah. So, so Charlie leaves. And then Hannah, being the asshole that she is, <laughs> it's like she makes it about her. And I feel like. Wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry to I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, but Charlie s steals the table yes. when he leaves. Yes, Char <laughs> yeah. The episode, the the coffee table that he was building in the last episode, he like takes, he like knocks all the shit off it and takes it. Um, He's like, you know, like, I made this or whatever. And so, like, he, ste he steals it out of their apartment, basically. And Hannah's, like, flipping out while he's doing this. She's like, this is something you would do before you hit us. Don't hit us. <laughs> That's funny. It's fucking ridiculous. It's a funny bit. Yeah, it's yeah. a good bit. Wait, uh, I, I, it's, I gotta ask, um, when did he have time to finish that table? I think he was pretty much done with it by the time they started snooping around in the last episode. Oh, it looked it looked like trash to me, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I think it's supposed to look like trash. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Also, Ray's negative energy was like completely blindsiding me, so I couldn't pay attention. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so Charlie like yeah storms out with the with the coffee table, and then um oh yeah, so what I was saying was that like in every episode they just make Hannah worse and worse and. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm glad you're bringing yeah, this up and, because I thought the same and thing. I believe it's on purpose. I think so. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I, it's it's pretty obvious from this scene that it's on purpose because she goes to Marnie. She's like, um, she goes, "If you had read the essay and it wasn't about you, would you have liked it?" Just as a piece of writing, yeah. and Marnie just looks at her like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, it, it's the one. You know, she's she's kind of racking up some of the most self centered things yes. I hear people's person say. But then, like, and we'll talk about this later, and probably in a far more important scene mm. that I. I in this episode, most of all, I, I I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, she's 24. Yes. So she's yeah. she's very young. Yes. And she doesn't know what she's yeah. doing. Um, but that yeah, that was a that was what I thought, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> this is a kid. Yeah. yeah, they just establish her as this just like very shitty, immature, self-centered, young adult, <laughs> barely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it cuts to them like eating. I guess. I don't even know what time of day this is, but whatever. So they're like, they're like eating cereal in the next scene. Yeah, I think it's the next day, no? Because okay, yeah, it's I a guess title it's card drop. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it's and the then, next morning. Yeah, and I mean, they're eating what looks like Lucky Charms and, and Jessa. <laughs> God damn it, I always mix up Jessa and Marnie's name for whatever reason. Um, Marnie is like, I'm going to get him back, which is like, I, we're going to talk about the Marnie-Charlie mm -hmm. stuff, I guess, a little later, yeah. but... I mean, on, on the top of it, like, it sucks to be dumped, right? Like, oh, yeah. I can kind of see where she's coming from, where she's like, because she kind of was going to break up with the guy anyway, but 
But she She's she like, didn't no. even know whether she was gonna or not. She was just like kind of gearing up to it, kind of bitching about it. But she never really, I don't think, had any plans to put it into action anytime soon. So this kind of like forced her. Yeah. Hand. But now that it happened and she's kind of being rejected instead of it being the other way around, I think she's like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, and um, she she is pretty awful in this episode, but I think on purpose. Like, I don't think we're supposed. I think what she does later is um kind of cool but we'll talk about it when we get yeah, there there's there's a lot to say i think yeah um yeah. but yeah but in this scene <laughs> so they're talking and marnie's telling hannah that she wants that she's like gonna get him back that she wants to get him back and then hannah was like well maybe you didn't really even want this which is 100 percent true and marnie goes maybe you just can't see this that clearly because you've never been loved this much She's like, Jesus fucking Jesus Christ, Christ, Marnie. <laughs> and then she says, except by me, your dad, and your boss, who's sexually assaulting her. Yeah. Um, Come on. God, the boss stuff. The boss stuff in this episode is insane. I have me, a lot but... to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess Hannah's like, yeah, sure, fuck you, but okay. I, I'm glad you love, but I don't know. She kind of shrugs it off, which I thought was like, yeah. okay, all right, fine. She's like, <laughs> I guess that's, sh- that's shows fine. Marnie being like a bitch. Right, yeah, she's not, uh, I mean, she's in a bad spot, uh, she's all upset, um, right. and I guess the catalyst to her being upset is Hannah, because it was Hannah's diary, but again, yeah, we're true. on record yeah. on this podcast, on this, uh, Hannah did nothing wrong, I wrote it down, Hannah did nothing <laughs> wrong, she just wrote it, Yeah. she wrote in her book, it was none of, nobody's business what she was writing in there. Yeah, I definitely, we're on the same page about that. Um, yeah, and then the next scene is Hannah walking with Jessa. Uh, telling her they're talking about like the sexual assault stuff um, at work, and, and Jessa gives the worst advice again. Yeah, well, so the thing is, this is really interesting to me um, on a couple of different levels. So, so Jessa basically says, "Okay, be honest. You're sort of flattered," um, and you know she, she's like, "Come on, like don't you, you gotta like it?" And she's like, "I love that stuff." And she she tells him she's like, "You should fuck him." And he and she's and Hannah's like, "Ew, no, like why?" And she's like, "Well, for the story." Um, so this is interesting to me because I don't know if it was in the last episode. I can't keep it straight. In in one of the previous episodes, we established Jessa as having. Um, the type of personality that's validated by sexual attention from men, right? And that's... I, I, th- I think it was the episode previous to this one, the one that we just Right, did. and that's her whole yes, deal... Yes, yes, I remember. And that's her whole deal with her employer, with the, with the dad that she's babysitting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's kind of a parallel that makes her shitty advice make a lot of sense because... Oh no, I 100% agree. I mean, it's totally in line for her character. Right. I, okay, so so I watched the inside the episode thing again. I watch, I you know, just before we uh, did this, um, and, and and that's that's purposeful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bad advice, like Lena Dunham in, in the inside of the episode thing, is like, yeah, no, this is terrible advice. Right. <laughs> like, the thing about Jessa is that Jessa, she's not necessarily validated by sex, but she's validated by like like. Being the kind of person who turns down and, like, has that power over uh, men. I mean, we'll see that in this right. episode so, later. So right? I have written down a lot in my notes that this episode is pretty much about power. Um, 
mm-hmm, and taking mm-hmm. it back and how it affects, yeah. you know, these these women and how they view power um, and how they might not. And that's funny. I didn't write that. I didn't write that down, but that's absolutely, you're absolutely right. That is like, that, I don't even know if that's like what Lena Dunham was necessarily explicitly going for, but that's, yeah, that's exactly I think what it was because I, about. literally with every Yeah, guy, well, that's the thing. I, every single storyline deals with them taking back power, each of them, um, except Shoshana. In their own way, <laughs> except Shoshana. Shoshana's, Shoshana's just vibing in the, in the closet. Ooh, right, oh. right. Man, they do her dirty, dude. Jesus I know, Christ. I know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, it's it's weird because like at and this is the thing with the show. When I say like, if you just kind of watch it at surface level, it's really shitty. But when you think about it, just like a little harder, things make sense a little bit more in a way that makes it less shitty to to me at least. Um, and this is a good example of that. Like Jess's advice, basically. Um, but in the same conversation, so Hannah calls Adam her boyfriend. Um, so this is showing how she interpreted his response to her sharing how she felt in the last episode uh, when she like came and was like super vulnerable with him, and then they like kissed and had sex. Um, so her, which I mean, I I interpreted it that way as well. To, to be perfectly honest, yeah, I didn't know. Um, I think I guess I kind of figured that as well, but also I just I know Adam's character, so it's like. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so she interpreted it as they're basically like, you know, uh, exclusive now. Right, right. Like they are a couple. Right. And that that's what she says in this conversation. So we also get that out of it. Um, yeah, but that's like the whole scene. Right. Um, and I agree with your assessment about... Because like on the face of it, when I watched it the first time, uh, I thought like... Jess's character needs to this needs to stop right. we need to end this but on upon further reflection especially on watching it the second time it's very clearly defined by her character like it's not like right. like she's just it's not like she's saying these things and it's like you know the character is endorsing this kind of like it is terrible advice lena dunham even in the inside episode like i said she's like yeah it's the worst advice right possibly but it's supposed to be somebody in that situation but it, 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 yeah, and it, and it, also, it, it, it tracks with the character, especially what we see later on. Yeah, because I think at first glance, it kind of seems like there's still just, you know, the last episode, we couldn't tell what the tone was toward this whole sexual assault thing. And we couldn't tell if they were like making light of it or if they were taking it seriously at all. And so I think at first glance with this scene, it can kind of come off as they're they're totally making light of it. But I don't, right. but I don't think that's the case. Um, And I'm pretty... Pretty oh, adamant I, about that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the way that the, the whole thing resolves is... No, but see, like, I... Very goofy. I, it is, but it's not. We'll talk about it when we get to it. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about it when we get there, yeah. 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 Um, so the next... I, I kind of want you to talk about the next scene, <laughs> which is Ray at the cafe. Oh, my fucking God, <laughs> Ray. All right, my, um, Dude Corner's coming in early. Are you ready? <laughs> dude um, Ray's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking dickhead, and like he sees. Okay, so Ray's at his coffee shop. Ray works. Ray works at a coffee shop, and um, Marnie's looking to seek advice. Basically, she's never been to Charlie's apartment, so she's seeking, <laughs> which is a funny detail. Yeah, but she's asking him she's, for his um, address. Going at, yeah, <laughs> she's like, "What is my boyfriend of four or five years?" Yeah, like? 
Um, but Racy's are coming in, and he's like, okay, let me take this opportunity to completely insult this woman in front yeah, of me for no reason. what the fuck? And I'm like, oh my god, this guy sucks. He's so shitty. Um, he tries to play it off like he's just really mad at, like, how Marnie treated Charlie, but, like, he just, he doesn't know anything. He's just a fucking asshole. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> to me, he's worse than Adam. I mean, no, he's not, but he's up there <laughs> yeah, with Adam. Yeah, he's pretty bad. As an annoying fucking asshole. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why <laughs> Marnie coming in prompted him to just, like, physically berate this it customer. Was... I mean, not physically. It, this lady... <laughs> No, not no. physically. Thank <laughs> no, God. God. Um, probably in the verbally, probably in the first verbally. draft. Yeah, like this lady's there, and he works in the coffee shop, like I mentioned, and she's like ordering something. And he's like, "Oh, you have nice mascara. It makes you look no. You have a nice sweater. What color is it? It clashes with your mascara. It looks really bad." It's like, dude, shut the fuck yeah, up! The fuck oh you, my God! What the fuck are you even saying? I mean, my guy looks like the inside of a coin purse, and he's trying <laughs> to talk to this poor woman. <laughs> And, and, and like insult this lady and i'm like shut the fuck up dude god damn <laughs> and he also talks this is to he also talks about Go hate, ahead. he also talks about hate fucking marnie again again my guy okay so uh this is manufactured this is all like a like a psyop on me because i said he was right about mcdonald's workers <laughs> being dignified in the first episode and now um god is like no you're wrong he's actually evil yeah. <laughs> he's the worst i hate him so much <laughs> i'm so glad he sucked so little in this episode yeah no he's so shitty in this episode i mean yeah it, it's like they did the pilot and then after the pilot they were like no we're just gonna make ray evil now yeah yeah that's exactly what happened they knew they knew, oh, he was too cool about workers' rights. Let's uh, <laughs> let's dial that back a bit with just making him, like, the biggest piece right. of shit. And then, like, so you've seen the series, as we've talked about before. Does he get better, or is he this insufferable for, like, the entire I show? I truly don't remember. Oh, God, that does not make me feel... That does not instill me with confidence. I, I hate <laughs> him so much. I truly don't remember. I, even if I did remember, I don't think I would trust my, um... My, my past <laughs> feelings about this because when I the first time I watched this I remember like kind of loving Adam's character to a certain extent maybe over time I don't remember it in like season one specifically um and watching it obviously as we've established Adam's like a piece of shit too so yeah yes so is. I don't trust my 20 year old uh <laughs> former opinion I, I hate I hate to say the following words but in Adam's defense Adam is severely stupid, so <laughs> at the very least, you can give him, like, an intellectual out, but Ray does not have that excuse. No, definitely not. And he, no, definitely not. or maybe Ray is really dumb, and he just wants everyone to think he's no, really smart. No, because Ray, Either way, he fucking is, sucks. The difference is that Ray is definitely malicious. He's such a fucking dipshit. I fucking hate this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, it's such a minor scene, and I spent like the past seven minutes talking about how much I fucking hate That's this That's why I wanted head. you to go off on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's so terrible. Let's move on. She gets the address from him, and then we never see him again. <laughs> yes. And then he uh, he has like a bike accident and is in a coma. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Um, <laughs> that, doesn't that doesn't happen. I should probably express that that doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, so Marnie goes to Charlie's apartment for the first time ever. Which is so fucking insane. Um, and she's like, yeah. That's yeah. So insane. she walks in. He's like, it's a pretty nice. I mean, it's not a nice apartment, but he made it really nice. Like that's the whole thing. It's like he built 
all of this furniture and like it's very well organized um it is not like a typical dude's apartment she's super impressed by it um to his credit it is pretty fucking nice it is but it's just his bedroom we don't actually see the whole no i think it's a studio i think that's it oh really Yeah, because you see the kitchen at the same time at a certain point yeah which is why he has like he has like a loft bed set up yeah, he did. You're right. Just to maximize space. Yeah, no, it's a really nice apartment. Yeah. Um. So she she comments on it and she's like, it looks like a Target ad in here, and he gets really annoyed at that. <laughs> it's an annoying thing to say. I agree with yeah. him. It looks like a Target ad. What the fuck? <laughs> totally. And so he's like, I kept telling you to come over, and she was like, No, you didn't. And he was like, Well, I did, and then you, I kept telling you, and you didn't, so I stopped, which is just like so upsetting. And she's like, Well, it's not exactly that easy to get here from work. It's like you're such a piece of shit, Marnie. Yeah. Oh man, she's. I mean, uh, I, I, I feel bad for her, but at the same time, man, she doesn't do herself any favors. No. I mean, again, no. again, these are kids. I say I have to keep. I have to keep reminding myself. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the whole storyline. It's like these bunch of like young, very young adults just fumbling around trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, oh man, uh, Ch- Charlie's apartment's really nice. Um, I find it very hard to believe that she never went there. <laughs> I mean, they had been living together, but they had been seeing each other for years. I mean, I guess it's just a funny detail. It's not you're not supposed to think about it too too right. hard but like right. my, my guy like not once you you weren't like downtown broken you're like oh fuck it my place is closer no. i don't know whatever it's it's a silly it's i'm this is me nitpicking <laughs> no, and fine. i nitpick way dumber details <laughs> so you should be the only one allowed to nitpick okay that's fair <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that they cut that um at that point and the next scene is jessa is at um Catherine Hahn's house, who she babysits for, and she's getting ready to go out, and she's, like, um, doing her makeup in the bathroom, and the fucking creepy-ass dad, who I hate, is just, like, watching her do her makeup and talking to her while she's, like, getting ready, and he's, he's like, oh, you look fancy, and I just, uh, I can't even talk about it, because I just find him so gross, so gross. Okay, so, gross. so I have, uh, I have two notes about this okay. scene, Okay. Uh, the first scene is I have written un- an underline that says Jess's boss wants to fuck so yeah. bad because he he is like looking at her like God like God damn God damn remember girl remember when you didn't pick God. up on this <laughs> I don't know because like the guy was so pathetic in the previous episodes and like I guess I never I just kind of thought of him as like this like miserable lonely guy like maybe he was like looking for like an emotional thing with her because he had nothing going on but in this episode I was like oh he he wants to fuck this this young woman yeah he's <laughs> like gross. real bad yes and but the second note not. is Catherine han's character's name is Catherine. <laughs> i didn't even pick up on that <laughs> yes it was driving me nuts and so i watched it with subtitles and i'm like oh her name is Catherine. that's so, very funny I, it's insane that we didn't i guess it's really confusing so that's probably why we didn't why cap- do they keep doing that they do it with adam's character yeah it's very very it's so bizarre. weird um, <laughs> so the, the one note that I have about this scene, I mean, so they're talking about, um, the fact that Jessa is seeing her ex who dumped her. And of course this guy is like, Ooh, you've been dumped. How have you been dumped? Because he's a fucking creep. Um, and then Catherine Hahn comes over and they both look like super uncomfortable. Like they kind of like jolt, which is like 
clearly some weird shit is happening. There are weird vibes. They're both aware and, of it. And, and she <laughs> and, and she picks up on it. It's not like she's oblivious. She's like, Oh yeah, she definitely picks like, up on it but tries to like kinda of play it cool. Yeah. Um but that's like all there was to that scene. That was just like a short scene establishing what Jessa was doing, I guess. Yeah, um the the boss is getting worse. I mean he was already at like ground zero, <laughs> but now he's like sinking deeper into yeah. the earth. I I mean <sighs> the babysitter stuff's interesting because you and I have complained about how fucking boring and awful yeah. it is, but but now I feel like it's like building up to something, and I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, yeah. there's there's like a payoff coming. I, I assumed she was gonna like hit on the dad, mm-hmm. like very first episode or second episode when she got the job or whatever. I assumed she was just gonna hit on the dad and like get fired by Catherine mm-hmm. Hahn, but um, that, there's obviously something building up here, which is at least for me is like, oh, okay, so. I'm going to somewhat look forward to the next babysitter scene in the next episode. I don't know. I don't know how to put I, no, it. No, I get. I think also what made it better is that it was very short and condensed, which is how all <laughs> of the babysitter scenes should be because they're fucking yes, boring. Yes, exactly. It's like just give me the information that we need and move on with it. They're fucking boring, and there are no kids that she has to talk to. Thank God. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the worst. It's so bad. Yeah. So that yeah. So that was that, and then. We go back to uh, Marnie and Charlie, who are, you know, just obviously, like, talking about what's going on. But um, the whole point of this scene is that it goes to a flashback scene, uh, which... That's uh, right. uh, Which, first of all, this is when we learned that they went to Oberlin College. Which is fucking hilarious. I think Lena Dunham maybe actually went to Oberlin. I'm not... I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain. Oh, so fucking spot on that these assholes went to Oberlin. Like... No, no disrespect to Oberlin College people, but like um, Julio, like there's every something episode, in the water there. Every episode, there's something that I say that Julio's like, well, no no disrespect to them. <laughs> Kate, well, Caitlin's just well, talking you know, shit. <laughs> yeah, which I respect, and, you know, I respect a friend who talks good shit, and she does talk really good shit. But I, I do, I do want to preface it by saying Oberlin College is something in the water there that makes you turn out a certain way. It's not there anymore. It was there. In the early aughts, in the early 2010s. In 2007, specifically. 2007 yes. is when this flashback <laughs> happens. Um. Um, I want to point out that the song being played is by The Knife, called Heartbeat, and it's wonderful. Interesting. So I, I love I that song. I didn't notice that. Yes, I don't think I know good. that song outside of this scene. Um, it's very good. Good catch. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the scene is Marnie, who is hilarious. She has, like, full bangs and, like, a headband and a polo with, like, the collar popped. <laughs> Which is I know. Fucking... She looks like Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, she, she really does. It's so perfect. Um, <laughs> She's, like, freaking out. She's, like, stuck to this, like, pole. Like, they're at some party, and she's, like, stuck to this pole, I guess, in, like, a basement or something. Um, She's just, like, she won't move because she's having, like, an anxiety attack, basically, because she had um edibles of some sort. Um, which is like, yeah, that's pretty much on brand for yeah, that d- Yeah, yeah, also edibles is a fucking nightmare in my opinion, but that's just me. Right. Um, so, and then they show, like, Jessa quickly, and she has, like, all these, like, gem stickers on her forehead, a la, like, you know, Oh, that's Gwen so Stefani. fucking funny. It's so funny. It's such a good detail, yeah. such a good detail. Yeah, the flashback had some great details. Um, yeah. 
I mean, Eli. <laughs> yeah, Elijah. Yeah, so that's the next thing I have. So, like, Hannah's trying to kind of console Marnie, and then Elijah comes up and is, like, drunk and, like, hanging on Hannah, which is hilarious because we know, obviously, he's gay. Yes. Um, so this is, like, clearly when they're dating, and he's like, oh, my God, the Scissor Sisters, we need to go dance. <laughs> we need to go dance. Hey, Charlie, I'm going to go fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> After screaming Scissor Sisters with his girlfriend yes. at the same time. It was great. Um, so <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, so he calls Charlie over to, like, watch Marnie so that they can go dance. Right. Um, and Charlie... And this is their meet-cute, yeah. right? Like, this is when they first met. Yes, this is their meet-cute. Yeah, so Charlie's like, you know, like, are you okay? Can I do anything? And Marnie asks him for a hug. Um, which is, you know, it's like a cute scene. And... It is, and, and it really ingratiates you, because I've talked about this before, where it's like, we don't have enough context to what their relationship has been like over the past four years, but this, right. is, this is like a nice right. little little bit of like, oh, when they met, he was being really sweet, and like, you know, he, he, he was like, hey, do you need water? Do you need something to eat? Like, you, you want to go, you know, relax a little? You know, like, he was looking out right. for her, which was a sweet detail, because as we know, Charlie... Uh, is uh, not my words, their words, is a <laughs> pussy. So it's right. funny that that's what basically, like, his first impression was this really sweet one, and now it's like, she can't fucking stand Right, it. but yeah, but it establishes that he's been consistent. Like, it's not like he changed. Yeah, you know, this yeah. This is obviously, like, this is his personality. It's been his personality. She, it's the personality that she clearly, like, fell in love with and has outgrown, I guess. Um, but it establishes that Charlie has been this person. Um, but what was right. funny to me is like, so, so he hugs her or whatever, and then he tries to invite her to watch his band play. <laughs> Which, as we know from the previous episode, it's a terrible fucking band. It's Right, uh, if it's the same band. I mean, I, I'm guessing it is. Even if it's not, he's still writing the music, and he's the guy who wrote, four years later, where are you going in those kids? Can't imagine he's much better then than he is now. <laughs> four, four years later, right? Right, what was he writing it's, in 2007? <laughs> Jesus Christ. At Oberlin College. Right. I couldn't That's even right. fathom to, to take a guess. Fantastic flashback. So it like cuts back to the present. And so I love I love this part of the scene. So he tells Marnie, and he's like, you know, with those bangs, you reminded me of a girl from a porno that I watched. And I and that night I went back and watched it to see if it was you. <laughs> Which is, yes, sophomore sluts. Yes, sophomore sluts was just fantastic because it's like obviously you know like against Charlie's whole, I mean personality, not realistically because hello like you know most people watch porn or whatever, but like in in the show, I mean Marnie surprised. She's like, you watch porn? Which like first of all, have you dated someone for four years and don't know they watch porn? Yeah, yeah, it's a, again a little really really silly. Right. Thing. I kind of, I kind of interpreted it as him trying to make her feel bad, like he's upset with her, so he's trying to. Hurt oh, her I didn't think about that, but it's, it's possible. It was funny either way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great bit, because it, like it leads into like, well, why don't you just imagine us having sex? He's like, I can't. That just makes me yeah, sad. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to like, what? Why do you think? What do you think the? I don't even know how to word this. Why do you think he's sad? <laughs> And, like, obviously, I don't think this is, like, a current thing. It's, like, he's not sad because they're breaking up or whatever. Like, he's sad in general if he thinks about her while he's jerking off. Why? I, I think, I mean, if we're talking about the present, um, <clears throat> I think it's kind of come to terms with, because they've been kind of butting heads, that she's, like, not in love with him anymore, and it's just making him miserable. Mm. Which I got to talk about this a little bit. Like, in this scene, and... 
I guess pre pr prior scenes of this episode, he's trying to break up with her. He's like, I can't do this. Like, I can't be with somebody who doesn't love me, and I love them like yes. crazy, right? Yes. So it's funny because the the harder he tries to like push for this breakup, like she's like, dude, I'll I'll give you blowjobs, <laughs> like I'll do whatever you want. Right. And he's like, uh, okay, right. It's interesting right. because he genuinely is trying to be like the bigger person and like, hey, listen. He, I think they start. I think it's in the previous scene. They're, they're like, we don't have a house together, we don't have kids. The only reason why we're together is because we've been together for so long. And he is trying to end it on like normal, mature adult terms. Yeah. And I bring this up. I bring this up because we're gonna have to talk about the end of this little like subplot right. later. Yeah. No, it's you're 100 percent right. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I interpret that as him in the moment trying to make her feel like shit by saying that. But um, I could be wrong. It was funny, like you said. Yeah, like, no, either way, it was it was a good... I enjoyed that scene a lot. Um, yeah. And and then that's that's the end of that scene. They cut away to Hannah at work. Oof. So <laughs> we're going to have a lot to talk about now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the scene. <laughs> this is the scene that's basically like the closure for the sexual assault plot. Um... So she goes into work and she goes into her boss's office and he's like asking her to go get him lunch and she tells him to like drop the act. I know you want to fuck me. And he's like scandalized, you know, he's like, I'm a married man like that. This is inappropriate. We work together. Um, and then, okay. <laughs> I, have, I have so many. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing, but yeah, I know. I have so many notes. I have so many notes about this scene. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to get into it or if I just want to finish the scene first. I'll finish the scene first. I, I would say finish the scene, yeah. yeah. I would, so then we can unpack the whole thing. Okay, yeah. So then he kind of like, he like mocks her basically and kind of like laughs at her and he's like, what's going on? He's like, are you on drugs? Which he's basically gaslighting her, to, to be honest. But we'll get into yeah, that's that. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely... He's absolutely yeah, we'll get on to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, so she's, like, threatening to sue him. She's like, you know, it could be a class action lawsuit. I'll get all the girls in the office. Um, which is, like, a totally fair fucking response, honestly. Um, and he's, like... Ber and and, yeah, and yeah. he's, like, continues to make fun of her. He's like, you barely have the wherewithal to get to work on time. You're not going to sue someone. There's no suing app on your iPhone. Um so then she like quits but asks for like a thousand dollars she's like if you give me she's like i'm leaving but if you give me a thousand dollars i'll drop the lawsuit um and he's like laughing at her and he's like he asks her not to quit and he's like we could get past this and she's like i just offered to fuck you sue you and extort you i'm fucking nuts why would you want me in your office and he's like, well, you like you have potential. But he doesn't even like give a real reason. He's like, whatever. It's so bizarre. Um, and then she ultimately just quits. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, now. All right. So sound off. Sound okay. off, Kate. This is this is Caitlin's quote. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, again, at like you said, it seems like a goofy scene on the surface. Yeah. But. The, I had like a little bit of a, a small epiphany during the scene where it's like, this is totally... I, I, I did, I did okay. too, by the way. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I had an epiphany too that I okay. kind of brought up earlier. But you please continue. So for me, this is like explicitly showing that sexual assault in general and in this specific instance is more about power than attraction. Um, and like because Hannah is the one initiating... 
And because the fantasy for him isn't actually to have sex with her, he's not interested because he's only interested in sexual contact when he's coming from a place of power, which is why he's like laughing at her and rejecting her when she outright wants to like wants it basically. Um, like she tells him it's okay to act on this fantasy, but that's not his fantasy. His fantasy isn't like sex with her. It's, right. it's power over, over women, her over body. women. Yeah. Her body and women's bodies and right, you know, right. between being the boss and between, between being like, just being able to do something and grab something and I objectify something in that way and not have them be able to say anything is what he gets off on. And what is the case in a lot of sexual assault, um, especially in the workplace. And so yeah. I think this is a really good portrayal of that, even though it is done in a goofy way. I think it's interesting that it is about Hannah trying to take back the power because she is wants to have sex with him so that she could like, so it could be a good story, right? Like, so she's trying to take control of the right, situation. Right. Ta for, take ownership yeah, and, like, of it. Yeah. Use it for her own benefit. And she gets rejected. Right. Um, and then she rightly says, I'm going to yeah. sue you, which I was like, and hell then, yeah. And then he gaslights her. Um, okay. And, and I completely agree with everything you're saying. I think it's, that's, that's absolutely what is happening there is she, she's like, okay, well, like, if you're going to like, you know, grab at me, do you want to just have sex? He's like, what, what are you talking? And it's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, that's, what are you, what are you doing? Right. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on, so what, what do you make of him? Like saying, don't quit. I'm not going to fire you. Just stay here. Like, what is, wh what do you think, what do you, what do you think is in the mind of the writer? When that's because that's what really throws me for a loop, because in the way that my head would play the scene as I was watching it, I thought he was she, you know, the beats would play out. She comes on to him. He says no. She tries to sue him, then tries to extort him. And then she'd be like, OK, I'm fucking quitting and then leaves. But he's like, no, you should stay. And I was like, why? Well, I think why is he asking her to stay? I think it's two things. I think one, yes. I think it's still about power. I think her staying would show that he is still in control of the situation and in control of her as, you know, an employee and whatever else. Um, and it would offload any of like, I don't want to say guilt, but any wrongdoing because she stayed. So like, how can it be bad if she stayed? How can I have been in the wrong if she stays at this job? It's, it wasn't a big deal. It was like a joke. Right. Right. Like maybe like, we can get past this as if it's like, you know, I'm the one, like, like he's the boss and he's like, yeah, I think we can get past this. Like he can make that. Right. Choice. And he's also turning it onto her, right? He's, he's turning, he's flipping right. the script and being like, you did all this, but I'm willing to have you stay. But he's the one who's assaulting her. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, you're right. I, I, you know, it's an interesting scene. I still think tonally, I mean, you know, my problem with the show is its tone, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. for me, it's so all over the place that it's hard for me to, like, ground myself in, like, the emotion I'm supposed to feel at any given scene. Does that make sense? No, that that 100% makes sense because, like I said, as I was watching this scene, a scene which I've seen, <laughs> a scene which I've seen before, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's good. English yeah. is our first language, so in, in the past, like, I don't have any recollection of noticing these themes watching it as a 20-year-old, right? But now watching it, going in with a more analytical mind, it's it's more obvious. So maybe, yeah, so it's weird. I think I it's almost like because 
it deals with it in a serious because it's dealing with something serious and saying something serious in a not serious way like in a satirical way they almost like negate each other right because it kind of you know it's hard to say because i don't want to undermine the writers and like the intent but i do feel like that tone that tone is so key here because i feel like Maybe not in this scene, but in other scenes, they're trying to say something important, but it's undermined. Like that scene with Elijah and Elijah coming out, like it's completely undermined by the absolutely awful dialogue Hannah has. Right. Even though you're supposed to think she's being awful on purpose, but it, like it's supposed to be funny. And I'm like, okay, am I, am I supposed to laugh or am I supposed to be, you know? Right. That's fair. That's fine because that could just be, it's, you know, shows are complicated, stories are complicated. You know, you can feel any which way about them. Um, perhaps even like, on the first viewing, you think it's kind of funny and awkward, and on repeat viewings, you're like, hey, there's something kind of going on here. Right. Um, there's a lot to think about with the scene, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I will say this episode, so far, has balanced the tone better yeah. than at least those yeah. past two episodes. Jesus Yeah, Christ. I agree. I mean, the last two were rough, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, they were they're rough. Which, you know, it also speaks to maybe they're fighting their footing with the characters, you know, first season. That's true. Maybe they're kind of striking that tone that they want to strike, which is... You know, which is, was what is what I look forward to because if they can strike that balance and then give us good characters and good stories, then I think we're golden. Mm. Quite frankly, I don't hate the characters; I find them insufferable. But I think that's the right. point, as you've mentioned before, right? Like they're supposed to be right. kids, right? I don't think the only character I love is Shoshana. Right. <laughs> She's barely in the show. Right. So. Right. Um, I, I don't know. It's interesting. My epiphany from this scene was because she's. My epiphany, and I mentioned it before, was, oh, she's 24. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. this is a kid who, you know, you're not prepared for your boss to, like, just exert this, like, menace over you. And and, and, and the framing in the show is that, like, he's not, like, this scary, mean no. guy. He's just, like, a kind of big, round, old man. He's like a jovial so, man. Yeah. And, and also, um, that other episode with, like, the, the co-workers just, like, talking it off like it's not a big deal. It's like, that's... Anyway, I'm getting... That was weirder to me than this. That was... Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Because this, like I said, like, she's 24. Like, this is totally, like, a 24. He's like, oh, so you don't want to fuck me? Okay. Right. I'm not going to have that power. I'm going to sue the fuck out of you. And this is... This is is her first... This is her first paid job. Right, yeah. I mean, like, first paid job, I guess, as an adult. We don't know whatever. No, she didn't work as a teenager. Like, her parents floated her. I, I mean, it's assumed, but... Yeah, fair, fair enough. Completely fair. Um, yeah, so, you know, she's not really, you know, it's uncharted territory for, um, and Jessa also, this is coming off the heels of Jessa's terrible advice, um, which, and I want to go back to the inside the episode thing that I watched about this episode. Lena Dunham is like, it's terrible advice. And she says like a big part of the show, um, is sometimes your friends give you bad advice (laughs) and you take them because they're your friends and you guys don't know. And it's very true. Oh, Oh, this is okay. Right. All right, let's go. Right. And that, so yeah. yeah, and that's that's why the show is in some parts like relatable because when you are that age, you are just like it's all uncharted territory. You're not equipped to deal with any of this shit. So you're you know you're going off right. of what you know, which is very very little. Um, right, and you know we're also talking about people in like very different different circumstances than other people i mean like it's not ubiquitous right like i'm sure there are plenty of people who would react much differently to her um 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it, it tracks. Like I said about Jess's thing before, that awful advice you gave. It makes sense for Hannah's character. Right, exactly. I'm surprised we got so much out of this episode. I was telling you how, like, I found it boring. Yeah, before I had watched it, you were like, oh, it's boring. And I was like, no, not another one. And then I watched it and I have, like, so many fucking notes. And I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely more of a laid back episode. It's no crack episode. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. can be honest. No. It. It's not a crack <laughs> it's not episode. A cra- it's, not, it's not an exciting episode, but it is a fruitful episode. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about. And it's exciting because now if we're going forward, it, I would love to have to have talks about these characters like this and not have to, like, think about Adam calling Hannah a Mexican teenager oh or yeah, something like right. that, which is Right, bizarre. this is so much more enjoyable. Like, <laughs> to be able yeah. to actually talk about, like, what what the intent might have been and what we got from it and, like, whether it tracks with the characters and, like, we're getting deeper into it and not have to focus on those, like, stupid fucking lines. But we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was brutal before. This was this was a much easier episode to get. I don't think there was a single thing a character... I mean, Ray. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. You just made me think yeah, about Ray. Ray. Fucking yeah, Christ. Yeah, Ray was the only questionable one. But assuming Ray is evil, it, it, <laughs> it tracks with his character, I guess. <laughs> Assuming he's evil, it's... <laughs> yes, correct. He's evil. He's a bad man, um, and I hate him. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was. I mean, she quits, and I think that's like the exit of the. I don't think we go back to this. No, place that's again, it. Right? That's the end of her job. That's the end of this storyline, basically. And we cut back to Charlie and Marnie, um, and they're talking about like whether they're actually going to break up, um, and they're kind of like debating it. And Charlie's like, you don't love me. And uh, Marnie's like, I really love you. And he's like, but you're not in love with me. And she's like, well, are you in love with me? And he goes, I don't care because I've decided on you. I don't want to fuck other girls and then walk around feeling thrilled and then sad or empty or whatever. But I found what, what do you I make of that? Really what do you make of that? Yeah, that's very interesting. I found it, like relatively um, relatable and realistic because when you're you're young, right? And you're in this like four year relationship, which is a really long relationship to be in at that age. Yeah, I've been yeah, in yeah. relationships that long at that age. And you, there, there's right. this sense of comfort and security where it's like, you don't even care about how you feel about the other person. This is your life. And this is like the only life yeah. you've known as, as an adult. And this is the only like love you've known and the only relationship you've really known. And like what, you know, what, what is, what, comes of that like how do you break up from that and how do you view that right when there's not this like carnal attraction anymore when you're like 20 and that's what you expect it to be right yeah i mean i think relationships should be outlawed by for anyone under the age of 25 (laughs) i would agree Um, with that controversial i would agree with that at this point in my life for sure um that and also i didn't think about it until now when you were doing the recap but i was like you know what he probably doesn't is not in love with her he's you it's you're right, right. He's like i'm I'm, af- I'm afraid to go sleep with somebody else and feel miserable yeah. like, well i mean that's part of dating dude that's like you know you have to the, the whole point of dating is to be vulnerable with someone who like connects with you in that same way they right. you know it doesn't suck to just like them does that make sense <laughs> no it does it takes a lot of like trial and error to get there and at this point he's like well I, yeah, I like you i'm used to you i don't there's nothing i really fully dislike about you 
So if I don't dislike right. you, if I'm not actively irritated by you or there's no real, I think that's what it is. When you're that young, if there's no glaring issues, it's really hard to decipher what's normal and and what is worth like a breakup. And especially, you say that young, especially even when like going from college to adult working yeah. life where it's like everything around you yeah. changes, that yeah. the person you're with kind of becomes that like, that like anchor to I don't know I guess normalcy for or, sure stability grounds yeah. you in a way yeah stability yeah. exactly where it's like this is the one thing I know we're dating you know and it's chill like and that's to me that's very much Charlie like he he really like and not to undermine the fact that he does really care of about Bernie obviously because his feelings were hurt when he was like when she was like oh I'm not you know when they read Hannah's right. diary he obviously cares about her but um uh I you know. Yeah, he's just afraid, I guess. And I think in this scene, he's kind of walking back on the breakup a little bit because now Marnie's making, like, concessions. She's like, okay, I'll do this, this, and that, right? Right, yeah, that's, like, the next thing. So that's the next thing she goes... She's, like, begging him not to break up with her, basically. She's like, I'll kick Hannah out. I'll move into your apartment. She's like, do you want blowjobs? I'll give you blowjobs. Oh, man. <laughs> she's like, I'll do whatever it takes. Just don't break up with me. Which is interesting because it it's kind of showing that she... I think it shows that she cares more about the rejection than the relationship. Oh, 100%. 110%. She's not saying, like, I don't want to lose you or, like, you know, talking about their relationship at all. She's just saying, like, don't break up with me. Yeah. Um, the inside of the episode thing, I, I mentioned it, like, three times. Um, uh, that's all but explicitly said. Oh, wow. It's like, Marnie's, like, afraid of... And that's why when you said this episode's about power, I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Because Marnie is afraid of losing the power of the situation, of making that choice for the both yes. of them and not letting Charlie make yes, that choice. Yes, 100%. 100%. So yeah, no, she definitely just, she doesn't want to be the one broken right. up with. And it kind of tracks with Jess's thing because Jess's thing is she's meeting up with the next boyfriend and it's the only boyfriend to have broken right. up with Right, and her. that's actually mm. the next the next scene. Right, and this guy sucks. I don't even know, what is his name? Mark, know. he has the worst <laughs> hat. <laughs> you want to know what I wrote? <laughs> so the next, the yeah, next thing I have written, word for word, is cuts to Jessa and some fucking tool Walking through a park, <laughs> it's her ex from San Francisco, Jason Mraz-looking motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, yeah. Um, but with a terrible yes. mustache. It's like Jason Mraz, but hipster somehow. If I don't know, yeah. yeah, it was bad. He's awful, this dude. Um, I mean, like he, you know, he, he yeah, really sucks. But he's just he sucks because he's Jason Mraz. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing explicitly awful about him. I, I wish like he a, was actually Jason Mraz. That would be incredible. <laughs> I would lose my shit. That would be so funny. You could put Jason Mraz in the scene. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. I gotta be honest right. with you. Um, so, yes. Jason, <laughs> no, go yeah. ahead. I was gonna say, Jason Mraz is not relevant, so people are gonna listen to this, and if they're of a certain age, they're gonna be like, who the fuck oh, are they God. talking about? Oh, God. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> it's true. Fuck. Oh, man. Gen Z, Gen Z, like, doesn't know who Jason Mraz is, probably. Do you think Gen Z knows the theme song to One Tree Hill? I promise you they do not. Is that Jason Mraz? They don't know Gavin. No, that's, I think Gavin DeGraw. Oh, it is Gavin DeGraw. (laughs) They probably don't know who that is either. God (laughs) fucking damn it. Hey, they, they are, they are, that, that is a good thing. They're free from the pain of knowing who Gavin DeGraw is. They probably also don't give a shit about girls either, though, so I think we're safe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, they don't care. (laughs) God. Oh, man. <laughs> so okay so we're, we're in this scene and it's jessa talking to her jason Mraz looking ex 
they're just like walking through a park or whatever and he's like we're he's just like explicitly saying like we're not gonna have sex and he keeps like talking about his current girlfriend and Jess is kind of like mocking him and like making fun of her um and he just kind of keeps saying like we're not gonna have sex like that's not what this is um and she's like well why would you call me if you're so into this you know this current girlfriend um and he like loses his footing immediately and he's like I think you're special I think you're great I think you're beautiful. Oh, man. He's like, you have a beautiful mind. And then she's like, <laughs> she's like God, shut the fuck up. Um, but she's like, oh, but, but you love like Gillian, right? Um, and he's like, yeah. And yeah. she's like, really? You know, like, really? Like, this is like, we both know that this is bullshit, basically. Um, yeah. Which yeah. is obviously, you know, this is Jessa taking back the power in this situation, which we'll, we'll get to after after the scene but um so right. then it cuts to just them like immediately having sex in jess's apartment so they come in like super hot and they're like making out really fast and shoshana is just like there <laughs> so she like hides in the closet hides in the closet <laughs> poor girl i wrote down for this scene jessa fucks her ex only shoshana scene and i drew a, a, a friend <laughs> oh, no. yeah that's that's definitely the emotion she's like oh no shoshana <laughs> Yeah, poor, poor girl. So she hides in the closet and she's like watching and she's like half scandalized and half like turned on. Um it's very funny. But they have like they have just like a quickie. Um I wrote Shoshana is very scandalized, yeah. And then after he goes to like kiss Jessa and Jessa pulls away and looks at him like he's crazy and she's like what about Gillian? Which is like mic drop moment. It's Oof. it's good. It's it's really good, honestly. And he leaves. Um, and I want to like clap for Jessa in this scene because even though it's like a little bit immature, the whole, the whole, yeah. the whole tone of it, and, like wanting to do this and like wanting to get this sort of. I like, mean, he fucks he, 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 he fucks her from behind through like an open window <laughs> I knew onto you were the fire say escape. Something about it. She's like Jesus. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, it's funny because in this scene, I was like, okay, I don't care about this guy, but you're right in the sense that at first I thought she was being kind of petty, like, oh, he broke up right. with me, so I'm going to like have sex right. with him. But then I'm thinking right. like, oh, this guy's like totally there to cheat on his girlfriend. He's going to make her, she's going to make him feel bad. Right. About exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. she does. So excellently she definitely done. definitely <laughs> like takes power over the situation. Um, and she says, so like afterwards, after And then the leaves, guy puts on his dumb um, fucking says, fedora. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. After he puts on his fucking fedora and leaves, he, Jessa sees Shoshana, and she's like, "Oh, she's like super amused that Shoshana was watching." And she's like, "You're a batshit little perv." <laughs> but then she's like, "Yeah." But then she's like, "Just so you know what you just saw, that was me showing that I'm unsmotable. I'm unable to be smoted." So and yeah, I I like this scene honestly. Yeah, it's fun. It's bouncy, and uh, Jessa's right. Yeah. Um... Problem is, does, does Shoshana literally say anything at no. all? <laughs> no, have, Shoshana's like, too line? scandalized to... No, she doesn't have anything to say at all. She, I don't think she has a single line. Oh, that breaks my heart. But yes, it's a, it's a good Jessa scene. Oh. We finally got one. <laughs> Five episodes deep. We finally got a good yes, Jessa scene. Yes, I think God this bless. was a really good Jessa scene, honestly. Yes, and it, it goes back to my... Can I get a drum roll? My Sex in the City comparison. Jessa is <laughs> Samantha. Yes. And so that's such a Samantha power play. God bless. We love to see it, It folks. totally is. Yeah, it definitely is. And 
as Shoshana as Charlotte, right? She's like super scandalized. Exactly. Yeah. Charlotte would not say anything in that situation. No, it's definitely a one-to-one -one with the Sex and the City comparisons, for sure. Yeah, um, I think we go back now. Oh my god, the Adam scene, I completely forgot about I know, so as, as I was watching this, like, the second time around, so... <laughs> so I'm sure, I think we mention this all the time, but, like, we both watch it twice, and, like, the first time we watch it, we just watch it for enjoyment, and then the second time we watch it, we take notes and analyze it a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. And the second time around, I was like, okay, like the Mar Marnie and Charlie thing was was happening. I was like, okay, and then, um, and then the Jessa thing happens, and I'm like, okay, what else is there? And then it's the Adam scene again. I'm like, oh my god, this fucking scene! Like, it's Jesus like, Christ! Okay, in here in we hindsight, go. <laughs> in hindsight, it feels it feels like the so, whole episode, doesn't it? Like, it feels like the most like if there's like so much episode left. So Hannah goes to Adams. Um, and this is, you know, right after she, like, quits her job. And it's, like, there's a lot to the scene. I kind of didn't want to, like, pick it apart too much because there's a lot of little stuff, but the bigger stuff is way more important. But, um... I agree. Yeah. I agree. But so, you know, she comes and she's, like, telling him about that she quit her job. He thought it was, like... He was, like, I thought you already quit your job. But <laughs> she was, like, no, this is another job. Um, and they're talking. And so she, like, starts to kind of, like, touch him. And he pulls away and he's like, whoa, what are you doing? You shouldn't do that. And she's like, what are you talking about? Why not? And he's like, because we said we wouldn't or whatever. So, like, this obviously shows that his takeaway was that they were not having sex anymore. So it's like the complete opposite of right. what I thought. Um, and so she, they're, like, talking about it. And sh she's like, but you kissed me. And he's like, because you looked sad. And she's like, and then we had sex. And he goes, because we were kissing. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb guy. That's dumb guy. So dumb number one so dumb so dumb um <laughs> so bad and then you know so but then like she, she goes to, she goes off to the bathroom right because she's like fine whatever i guess i'm she just goes yeah, off to the bathroom and then she starts yeah, telling him about the boss right yes yes so i have i have a couple of notes before that um so oh, okay. yeah just just to i i think adam's perspective of this is kind of interesting so he's talking about like you know, obviously they're talking about the misunderstanding. And Adam yeah. and Adam says, like, these things have an expiration date six months or until someone stops having fun. So, like, this very clearly, Adam only saw this as a very casual thing the entire time. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because he never explicitly says it, but he implies it. But Hannah totally, you know, it's lost on her entirely. Um, right. and then another interesting thing that they say is Hannah's like, I don't want to outgrow each other. And he says, that's on you, kid, because I'm done growing at like 24. <laughs> I know. But, it, but it's interesting um... because this is him like setting his boundary, right? Like this is him saying like, I'm not a relationship person. I'm not interested in a relationship. I'm not going to be interested in a relationship. I'm not changing. So like how you react is on you, which is honestly like good for you, but you should have done this. A long time ago you should have said this a long time ago yeah have a, it's, it's okay um i think in his own way he's being nice to hannah because he's he says to hannah like listen i you know the expiration date's either six months or until somebody stops having fun mm -hmm. and she's like well i'm having fun and he's like no you're not you you just said so last yeah, night i think what he says is totally fine and like good and like kind of mature with respect to like, this is 
not a relationship and it's not going to be and you're not having a good time because we want different things so we're not going to do it anymore. Totally valid, but like you should have fucking communicated this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, this guy, um, he's a caveman. Yes. He doesn't know how to communicate. <laughs> yeah. So like when he she, when she walks in, he's like banging like metal and wood he's, together. He's I don't shirt, understand what he's doing. He's shirtless with a blowtorch in his hand. And his, and his pants unbuttoned. crazy person. Yeah, he's... Uh, I don't know. And, like, it's funny you mentioned that he's, like, setting up his boundaries, because as we see in a few oh, minutes... Oh, yeah. Uh, those, I guess his boundaries <laughs> get crossed real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so then she's, yep. like, she tries to make him jealous by saying that yeah. she almost had sex with someone else. <laughs> as, yeah, he's, like, and, what, was he, was he hot? Right? He, so, yeah, she's, like, trying to make him jealous, and he's just confused. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> I think it works, but I mean, I believe it works, I, yeah. but we could talk as, about that. As all things with Adam, it's really hard to read. <laughs> we, we don't know right, what Adam's right. motivation is almost ever, I feel like. Well, I think I, I have evidence that it proves it works, but <laughs> okay. uh, I'll say that. <laughs> okay. So then she goes to the bathroom and she's like upset. Like she goes to pee, but she's like tearing up, like, you know, as she's sitting on the and toilet. I feel so, and I wrote down, I wrote down, I feel so bad for Hannah. Oh, it's right fucking now, horrific. It's so sad because she was so hyped literally that morning about her new boyfriend and this guy's like, no, it's literally the opposite. Yeah, and, this is, not dating. and this is after, so this is, so <laughs> if we're going back to the theme of power, right? Like she thinks that she has power in this situation. She thinks that she kind of like won in the last, you know, like whatever, in the, in, in the last thing that they had in the last episode and she came out on top. She thinks she's in a relationship now. So she's going into the, so she goes into work thinking that she's taking back the power in this situation, gets completely fucking rejected, and now comes into this thinking that she has the upper hand, gets completely fucking rejected again, immediately. And it's just so, rough, it's so sad. It's so sad and like traumatic yeah. and fucking terrible. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know. Adam doesn't think about any of these things. Um, his relationship to power, we'll know in a few <laughs> oh, minutes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I just want to make a quick note, <laughs> which seems so silly after this, but I love that. So she's in his bathroom, and there's just, like, an empty toilet paper roll. And that's, like, that's like all there is. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's great. It's on. It's perfect. He lives alone. Yes. He lives alone. So when he shits and there's no toilet paper, he literally just stands up and walks over to grab more. Yes, I, I can. Yeah, I'm surprised that they don't fucking show that at some point because it's like 100 yeah. percent something he would do. Yes, and it absolutely is. That is <laughs> that Sigma male shit. You, I mean, is I don't know how do, to explain it any further. I, uh, do I do that? I don't know. Probably sometimes. <laughs> You caught me off guard. You can hear, you can hear the, the fear in my voice when you asked me. I, I, I was like, right oh no. On the spot, on the pod. I was like, oh no. I was like, am I going to lie? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right, move on. Eject. Move on. Next scene. I need a moment to compose myself. <laughs> okay. okay. That's fair. So it, the next scene, it, we cut back to Marnie and Charlie, who are now having sex. Obviously, they're getting back together. Charlie's, you know, it seems like a really nice moment. And Charlie's, like, telling her things that he wants going forward. He's like, be nicer to my friends. Act like my life is real. Like, I just want you to do these things. But this is, like, as they're having sex. Um, yeah. But it's just quick. Like, that's all they show. 
Because then, yeah. they go back to Hannah. <laughs> yes. He comes out of the bathroom, and Adam's just jerking off. <laughs> He's just fucking jerking off. <laughs> she's like, she's she's like, did you, so did you forget that I left? Did you think I left, or did you forget I was here? What's going yeah, on? And he was just like, no. <laughs> He's like, nope. I knew I knew you were there. And then he's like, you want to yeah. stay until I finish for the story? And then she like... That's like, that's why I think he's jealous. Because he throws that back oh, in her face. He's like, do you want to stay for the story? Because that's what she... He asked her, why did you almost sleep with your boss? Because she's trying to get him upset. And she's like, you know, for the story. Right. That's why I think it like upset him. And he's like, I'm going to go masturbate and have her watch me. That's super interesting. Oh, I like that take. I didn't think that, but it's definitely possible. I like that version of it for sure. Um, but yes, yeah, so we cut back to Marnie and Charlie. This is all like kind of cut up a little bit. Um, and so they're still having sex and Charlie's still talking because it's Charlie. And oh, it's so cringy. It's so cringy. And he's like, don't, he's like telling her, he's like, don't abandon me. He's like, don't make me feel, feel safe and then abandon me. And he's like, that's my dad. I can't take any more of that in my life. And it's just really rough. And sh- oh, it's really man. rough. It's, it's rough. hard to watch. And then he's like, he's like, like, come here, like, kiss me, keep your face close to mine. And he starts saying, like, stay, like, over and over again. And then he he says, like, I love you. And she just immediately is like, no. She looks so fucking she looks disgusted so this entire time. Disgusted. And she, she like, she like sits up really fast and hits her head because she's like about to say, like, I can't do this. And she hits her head and he starts like over coddling her about hitting her head you know he's like i'm right here <laughs> yeah and it's so bad and she's just like yeah i want to break up it's uh whew, uh yeah she 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 saw a glimpse of what the relationship would be like and she yeah well it's just like you know so, so i think what's interesting is i kind of feel like aside from her wanting to like not be the one who's rejected right Aside from that, I feel like when they were talking and he was, like, talking about, like, porn and all that stuff, he's, like, kind of being, like, a little bit mean, right? And she's, like, seeing him kind of in this different light that maybe makes him seem, like, Right, like, taking control of the situation and, like... Um, Or just, like, less of a pussy, as as they would say. Right, and he... Yeah, and probably even rejecting her may have something to do with that, you know, in her, like, (laughs) primal brain um, of this whole thing. So she's, you know, she's, like, digging herself deeper into thinking that she wants to be with him. Because, you know, like, who who knows? Like, maybe it'll be different. Or she's just, like, seeing things that she likes out of him at that moment. And now, all of a sudden, it's, like, the exact thing that she's been fucking dreading and hating him for. So I think that, like, switch. I kind of was thinking she was terrible for it. But, like, like, thinking back on the episode and that scene, I'm like, God, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. It, she's right. She should have. She should have. Well, she should have just let uh, sleeping dogs lie. She should have just been like, "Yeah, we're broken up." <laughs> like he broke up with me. Cause like she she promised him all this stuff, and then like they have sex, and they don't even finish. And she's like, "Nah, I can't do this. This sucks." Yeah. Yeah. It's it's rough. It's rough because it's like so brutal, right? It's so brutal, but at the same time, it's like it would be worse if she didn't say anything, you know? Because. Then what are you doing? You're just like restarting the exact same cycle over again, and it's no, like, none of it's you know, good. No, so you're it's right. Like good, I don't know. Not like none of it's good, yeah, but it's pretty miserable. It's 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 just but it's um, sad. That's it's that. really sad, honestly. And we and Charlie gets into yeah. a bike accident, and we don't see him ever again. It's that's probably that's 
probably a bad <laughs> joke to make, but I don't know why Everybody I keep coming back to it. But let's move on. This <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this is the real... The real this, juice, juicy oh, part, for lack of a better Oh, word. juicy is the right <laughs> word for it, buddy. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> so, we cut back to Hannah and Adam. Adam's still jerking off. And he's like... You know, like, dirty talking her. He wants her to, like, de- degrade him, yeah. basically. You know, like, talk down to him. Like, he's that's what he's into. He wants to be insulted. She catches on, starts playing into it. She starts to, like, get into it with him. And then she starts to, like, go to touch herself. And he's like, no, that's not what this is. And, like, I think at that moment, something clicks for Hannah where she's, like, kind of yeah, like, Yeah, it's, it's great um, what she does. It's It's fantastic. Um, and so she, like, you could clearly see, like, a, a flip switch in her brain, and, um, she switches gears a little bit, and she's still, like, dirty talking him, but, uh, she's, she's like, I Hell want yeah. cat money. And so, <laughs> she's like, I want cat, and then she says, like, <laughs> and he, she, he's like, how much do you want, or something, and she's like, $20, and she's like, no, 30 because I want pizza and gum. Too. That's right. <laughs> she's like, clap, And then he, he's like, but, I got um, the money in the drawer. He's still masturbating the, this whole time. He's not, not, uh, ma- oh, yeah, he's time. masturbating the, the whole time. The whole time he's masturbating. Yeah, so he tells her, he's like, I keep my money in that drawer over there. So she goes over and she's like, there's only hundreds and I'm taking one. And so, so she like takes one and she like keeps berating him and keeps berating him until, you know, he comes. And then like, as that happens, she's like trying not trying to like hold back laughter. Yeah. Like very clearly. Um, And then she leaves, which is wait, fantastic. He, wait, hold on. Because she's like. Yeah. What are the details oh, that I man. missed? Because I know you're going to bring a great, couple up. So. <laughs> The funny thing is, is that when she's like, give me cab money, like, he's like, he's like, call me pathetic. Am I pathetic? Am I disgusted? She's like, yeah, give me cab money. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, um, she only, he only has hundreds. She takes a hundred and she makes him apologize a lot, which I think there was a lot going on in that uh, repetition. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, she does. She makes him apologize Yeah, um... It was funny because she's like, uh, disgusting. She's calling him disgusting. He, he goes, can you step on my balls? And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then my man comes. Yeah. She goes, she goes, she goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, and then I, I, yeah, it's just, it's like good dialogue between a guy masturbating and like his ex-girlfriend, I think. I don't know. <laughs> as good as it can be. Yeah. No, it's a really, it's a, it's a genuinely yeah, good scene. Um, it's very funny. My man is masturbating a long time, uh, just getting called <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. And listen, some people are into that, God bless if you are, but man, he... Yeah, we're not here to yuck That's right. Yum. Oh man, I don't like yuck yum, but... <laughs> but um, yeah, if that's your thing, that's fine. But the, the way that like, it leads into like, all right, I need cab money <laughs> and I want to buy a pizza. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. It's fa- she, yeah, but, and, and you know, that's the thing. That's like, she takes power. Yeah, absolutely. Situation. Finally, you know, and, and she finally like gets out of it, what, what she means to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and like, the, you know, the episode ends with like her on top, you know. Not literally. She, she, yeah, she, yeah, she just walks out the room, but. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was a kind of a cathartic... Um, and that's it. That's yeah, it, that's it's a cathartic moment for Hannah. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> it was a great, great Hannah scene. There are not many scenes that are great Hannah scenes, but this is a yeah, great I, I would go scene. as far as to say it's a great Hannah episode. Yeah, 
would say so. Um, that's a great episode. I, you you turned me around on it. I, I, thinking on it and like thinking about what the episode has to tell us about these characters is more interesting than I thought. Uh, even though I watched it twice, I think just moment to moment watching it. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I you know I watched like Eric Andre's bad trip right before it, so I was probably like, where where's all the <laughs> doo doo jokes? Um, but no, yeah, it, it's a solid episode for all the characters. No Shoshana, which is a big problem for me personally. And Ray is still super evil, yeah. and we need to take care of that. Because I know he's a main character eventually, so yeah. they need to turn that shit around. Yeah. We need, um, the next, if the next episode doesn't have more Shoshana, I'm going to be very upset. I'm hoping next episode we get more Elijah, because we got a glimpse of him here, and I love Ooh, him too, yeah. so... I hope we get more of him because I know I, I did a little research and I know he becomes a cast member, like a full-on main cast member. Yes, so he does. I want more of that guy because he's very funny <laughs> when he's when he yeah. screams "Scissor Sisters." He is. He's great. It's oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I don't. I really enjoyed this episode thoroughly. I mean, I think it wrapped things up in a way that I was satisfied with, um, even if I had to dig a little bit deeper. To, fi- to find that yeah. satisfaction in certain aspects. But I thought, I, I don't know. I thought it had a lot to say. I thought it was a really dense Yeah, episode. you know, it's, yeah, there was a lot to talk about, which was, it, you know, like I said, it wasn't the most exciting episode for me, but if I can talk about it this long, I mean, I guess I could talk about the bad episodes too, but for different reasons. Um, but yeah, there right. was a lot of character stuff that I found, like, like the Jessa babysitter thing is now interesting to me because now I know that there's something mm. going on there that they're going to build, they're building up to. I mean, I guess I could, I could have assumed right. that anyway, but like with the beginning of the show being how it was, you can't really tell what's happening with what. Like when I watched that right. pilot, I, I was like, oh, Jessa's pregnant. So she's going to have like a whole pregnancy arc. And it's like, no, they just take care of that in the next episode. Um, right. But now, yeah, I can see, you know, and what I'm interested in seeing is, and you know, You've seen the show, but I'm interested in seeing episodes where Adam is not... Adam, I literally, I don't think I've seen him outside of his apartment, right? There, Adam Adam remains a main character through the entire series, so we see a lot of Adam, a lot of different Adam throughout yeah. the series, so I'm excited for that. And, you know, we've gone on record saying we, we really like the actors. Um, I don't think any oh, of them are yeah. bad. I mean, um, no. And yeah, I, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, I, I vibed with it. Um, it's no crack episode, but then again, I feel like I'm building the crack episode up in my head, and it's watch us be. It's so gonna be so bad now, because you know what? I liked Ray, and I built up Ray in my head, and then as soon as they reintroduced him, he became evil. So the crack episode could be evil, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know. Oh, we don't no. know how evil. We're gonna we're gonna have to assess whether yeah it's evil. yeah that well, that well, that's what we're here for. I mean, we're here to assess whether the whether things are evil on the show or not. Everything. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Adam. Asked oh my gosh! I mean, that's all you. I, I always lead. I always let you lead with that. Like I let you, but I mean, like you should lead with that. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. Um, I'm so conflicted because number one, he's just masturbating through yeah. like half of it. Um, <laughs> but like at number two, I don't know. I'm <sighs> fuck. I mean, he's masturbating and like he. But it's, like, consensual. To, I mean, is it? I mean, it, I mean uh, like... No, it's not a first. It's not It's not a first. He didn't know if right. it was going to be, initially. But it well, is. He's kind of also being a prick by sending her conflicting messages, because he's like, no, we can't have sex, but I'm going to masturbate as soon as you come out of the bath. 
but also, like you said, he might have like felt some type that's of true. way after he felt maybe yeah, jealous. Yeah, that's or that's my that's my firm belief that he felt jealous about the stories she was telling him. And if that's the case, then we're seeing a little bit humanity. of humanity. Human, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's a little. It makes him a little bit more yeah. human, which is hilarious. He's, he's just jerking off. Um, well, that's the most human thing a person can do. I'm gonna give him a three. Oh, that's the lowest yet. Yeah, it's the lowest yet. And I'm really, pr- uh, you know what? I'm I'm proud of him for setting his boundaries. Yeah. Well, I'm breaking, breaking them immediately. immediately but at, at least he tried. tried. And also remember, he's unbelievably stupid. So we gotta we gotta give him credit yes. where credits due. Um. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he. I, I wouldn't call him an asshole. I would call him dumb uh, and an animal for sure, but I wouldn't call him too much of an asshole. Yeah, and, and to his credit too, like the whole reason why he's breaking it, like if he didn't care about Hannah, he would just keep sleeping with her. But when she made her feelings clear right. and he's like, oh, well, you're sad. I don't want you to be sad because of me, so I don't think we should do this right. anymore. And he also is clearly fine with like being friends with her. Like he clearly still like likes her as a person. Yeah. Um, because, you know, she comes in, he's like, you need to like tell me when you're coming, I guess, you know, which is setting another boundary, yeah. by the way. But, um, but like, he doesn't, you know, he still, like, listens to her day and stuff before realizing that, like, she's making a move right. on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would give him a very Okay, fair one. enough. For three it is. Uh, Adam, you know what? Yeah. You got to put a shirt on when you're soldering something. Caitlin would know. She's, she's, she's <laughs> experienced with that shit. So listen to her. I'm, I'm certified to use torches, and this is very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, um, I still don't know what it is that he was doing. I hope to learn what it is he does. I don't know. I don't think he does anything. Did you see? Okay, in the in the scene where they show his bathroom, there's all these, like, wood spindles that looks like he, like, turned these wood spindles, but they're, like, all lined up along the wall, like, just there. So bizarre. So he just, like, makes shit and doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. Like, he just, like, does shit. It's weird. Oh. Well, I'm excited for the... I, I, I'm saying it. I'm excited for the next episode because the previous <gasps> the previous Yay. two were fucking bummers, dude. I was yeah. getting scared. The last, the last two, I was like, oh, no, I'm... I'm slowly uh, losing losing yeah. ground on this podcast, and then this episode happened. I'm like, maybe well, not. Well, I hate maybe to not. say it, but we've had a revelate. We've had an episode like this before, where we had a really good episode, and then it got really bad for two episodes. So it's we have to be true. cautiously optimistic. But I'm definitely yes, being because I think also it's more likely they'll figure it out because you know they're figuring out the characters and stuff. So I have pretty. I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic for the next coming episode or two. I know one of the next few episodes is Crack Incident, so I'm, I'm waiting for Crack. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. Um, and that's that. Uh, Caitlin, what have you been watching? What have you been reading? What have I been watching and reading? If you tell me um, Gilmore Girls. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still on it, man. I'm still watching Gilmore Girls. Um, what have I been reading, though? I feel like I was reading something. I've been... Oh, I've been rereading The Miracle of Mindfulness. Oh. So there's that. I can which is um, this like Buddhist-based book about mindfulness. It's fantastic. I, um, I don't read books like that. If I get in touch with my mind, um, there's a lot of demons in there. And <laughs> that's where they stay buried. There's just Ray. <laughs> uh, it's, it, my mind's there. filled with like Metal Gear Solid facts. There's nothing important in there. I don't need any mindfulness. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if I've watched anything else. What the fuck have I been doing? I don't know, I've been busy, I guess. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Honestly. Uh, usually it's funny because when I when we talk about this part of the show, um, 
I always the thing that I always bring up that I watch was literally the day that we record the episode because <laughs> I don't really watch TV and stuff during the week. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm kind of the opposite. I watch more during the week, I guess. But like I said, I I tend to like when I'm really busy and working a lot, I just watch TV at bedtime. And when I'm watching TV at bedtime, it's just going to be like my comfort yeah. show. And since Gilmore Girls is extremely fucking long, it's just still Gilmore It's Girls. very comfy, too. One of the comfiest, some say. Yeah, it's extremely comfy. But what about you? So, Oh, you, you watch yeah, Bad yeah, Trip, Yeah, right? yeah, I saw Eric Andre's movie, Bad Trip. And it's pretty good. Um... It's got high highs and low lows. I mean, I guess that's kind of, you know, it's produced and partially, I think, directed by uh, the guy who did Jackass. And it's like a co-production with a couple of people. So, you know, those Jackass movies, like, you go by skit by skit, you know. Um, Same with, like, Borat, I guess. So, like, some of the skits are really good. And then some of them are just boring and gross. So, I don't know. Is it, I mean, how would you compare it to the show? I mean, I... I'm a huge Same. Eric Andre fan. I'm a huge fan of the Eric yes. Andre show. I've seen him live oh, nice. twice. Like, I fucking love this man. Um, But I'm, like, very cautious about watching this movie. I'm, like, a, I'm scared that I'm going to be let down. Um, If you're a fan of the show, I think you'll like it, for sure. Um, It's a lot of Eric Andre. Um, okay. And his, you know, it's very similar. I, I mean, it just feels really long. But I guess it's because Eric Andre's show is, like, yeah. 15 minutes. And this is an hour and a half long. Yeah, they're so short. Okay. Yeah. That's um, but I mean, I had fun with it. I laughed a lot, so I, I think it's good. That's why you know I know we talked to our friend, and he was like, uh, he was disappointed, but I was like, okay, well, I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. I. I'll probably watch it at some point this week, so maybe in the next episode I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, we got to bring back prank shows. You know what happened to Jackass? What What happened <laughs> to Bam? Oh, I know what happened to Bam. I don't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, don't talk about <laughs> oh, Bam. Man. Oh, now no. I'm sad. I oh no. Oh, boy. Um, we, oh. I don't even know how to come okay, back Hey, we'll go on record saying this podcast is pro-Ban Margera. We want him to succeed. We love him. Is that is that our stance? I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just want him to be better. Yes. I don't know what, like, I just want him to be better in all Yes, I want him to be healthy. Um, I want him to stop posting videos on YouTube and, like, Instagram and TikTok. It's, that's what breaks my heart. Celebrities should not be on TikTok. We, I'm sorry, they should not be. This, this is just another thing that Gen Z doesn't give a shit about. It's true. We're talking about Jason Mraz, we're talking about Bam Margera, oh, we're man. talking about Gavin DeGraw. I know, we gotta stop. We have to watch some Gen Z shows. I think that's the key. What shows does Gen Z watch? Um, fuck, I don't know. What, I feel like everyone watches The Sopranos. We could talk about The Sopranos if you want. We talk about the Sopranos so much in real life. I don't even know if I can bring uh, it yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, there's, there's nothing else to be said. Uh, Caitlin's Italian. That's the most we're going to get out of our Soprano talk on this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Italian. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's yeah, that's that. that's a happier yeah, note. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love All you, right. bud. Ah, oh, I keep doing it. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> It's because we end all our calls like, oh, okay, whatever, all right. I, I think that's it. I think that's just how we need to end the podcast. It sounds good to me. All right, love, love you, you too, bud. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.